Hey, what's good, Traveling Ones family? This is Pastor G. And I just want to take a moment to talk about my mother. My mother was born in Grenada, West Indies, and moved to Trinidad, where she met our father. And she was seeking a better life, so she moved to Boston, Massachusetts. And then... My mother is really single-handedly responsible for dozens of individuals who've come to this country in search of a better life. And so my mother is what we would call a bridge builder. Even after my dad passed away, she was always there working hard and making sure that everything was in order. And so I just want to take a moment to salute my mother, who is a solid solid woman. There are others in my life who are also solid. There is my wife, of course, and my sister and godmothers and, you know, many others who, who are great mothers. So today we're going to take a moment, look at the book of Matthew chapter 20, and we're going to talk about a salute to solid mothers. Coming up next on The Trifling Ones. To this, we are going to read Matthew chapter 20, verses 20 and 21. I'm going to read in the NIV version, but I am going to also reference the King James Version a couple times. And the Word of God says, Then the mother of Zebedee's sons came to Jesus with her sons, and kneeling down, asked a favor of him. What is it you want? he asked. She said, Grant that one of these two sons of mine may sit at your right and the other at your left in the kingdom. Now, the text that we're reading is uh, coming from an account where a woman named Salome approaches Jesus on behalf of her sons. And there are three things that we're going to talk about as it relates to this solid mother. The first of those things is a mother's formidable influence. A mother's formidable influence. One of the things that I've come to realize is that a mother has significant influence over her family. You know, dad may be a looming figure and he may provide, he may be a phenomenal man, but a mother, a mother, whether she has a quiet demeanor or she can be loud and assertive. Whether she makes more money than the man of the house does or doesn't have an income coming in at all. Whether she's a CEO or a nurse, she works at the laundromat or in the grocery store. Whether she drives a bus or she has a driver, mom has a great influence. So this mother, as I mentioned earlier, named Salome the wife of Zebedee and the mother of John and James is what I call a formidable, a strong woman. How do I know this? What type of woman was she? Well, you just kind of look at what was going on around her. You know, the text tells us that she believed in, she trusted in, and she had faith 
and God. And in fact, the NIV says that she kneeled down and asked a favor, but the King James Version says something a little bit different. It says that she came with her sons, worshiping him. So she knew God and she knew when she was in God's presence. We're told that she was married to Zebedee and that she had two sons. And not only did she have two sons, but she had two sons that were disciples. Jesus selected 12 and two of them were her boys. But not only were her two boys disciples, which was a huge deal. They were also a part of what you call Jesus's inner three. Of the 12, there were three guys who Jesus spent more time with, who accompanied him when the other nine stayed behind. They were referred to as Boanerges in Mark 3.17, which means sons of thunder. Jesus had a nickname for her sons. And so she was the mother of two great men. That tells me that she was a formidable woman. She knew when she was in the presence of God and she worshiped him. And she set a standard for her boys who followed in her footsteps. So we have a mother's formidable influence, but then we also have a mother's faithful intercession, a mother's faithful intercession. When you look at verse 20, it says, then the mother of Zebedee's sons came to Jesus with her sons, kneeling down, and she asked a favor of him. She was interceding on her boy's behalf. Jesus asked, what is it you want? And she said, I'd like one of my sons to sit on your left and the other to sit on your right. You know, she goes to Jesus and talks to him. You know that when we talk to Jesus, that's that's prayer. So she goes to Jesus on behalf of her sons. You know, this is this is important because we need mothers, solid mothers to intercede on their children's behalf. I can tell you, that I didn't always make wise decisions. I wasn't always smart about the things that I was doing. And yet I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that my mother, Olga, Manetta, Jordan, Guerra, kept me lifted in prayer, when I was too stupid to know that I needed prayer, when I was too dense and too hard-headed and too disobedient, it was my mother's prayers that carried me through. It was my mother who interceded on my behalf. And so mothers, whatever it is, intercede on your children's behalf. Whether they be small and they don't know any better, and you pray about their future or whether they're adults and they're making all kinds of mistakes. Intercede on their behalf. Pray for our kids as it relates to, you know, drug use and about who they select as a mate, who they select as a spouse. You know, pray for their marriage and their decisions and their destination and their influences in their life and their friends and their health and their prosperity intercede on behalf of your children. A mother's faithful 
intercession, it doesn't matter what's going on with our kids. It's never too late. As long as there's breath in their bodies, intercede on their behalf. And so as we talk about a solid mother, the first point that we talked about again is a mother's formidable influence. You all have great influence. And then there's a mother's faithful intercession. We need your mamas to keep us lifted in prayer. But then the final thing that I want to talk about is a mother's flawed intrusion. A mother's flawed intrusion. Well, what am I talking about here? So this mother goes to Jesus and she says, hey, I really would like it if you could place this son on your left side and this one on your right in your kingdom. I want them to have a special place when you go to heaven. Now, I'm guessing that her intent was that she wanted the absolute best for her boys. She would have moved mountains for them. She wanted them to be in a place of honor. And yet Jesus' response to her is, yo, you don't really know what you're asking for here. Like, are they really prepared to deal with what needs to happen with one who actually follows me? There was a flawed intrusion. Sometimes mothers do things that they believe are in the best interest of their kids. Or maybe they made a mistake. They did something that they shouldn't have done. And now we may be angry about the decision that they made and the thing that they did or the thing that they didn't do. But one of the things that I've realized as a parent is that there's no manual that comes with this thing. Many times we do the absolute best that we can with what we've been given. Some mothers have had the benefit of coming from a lineage where they had mothers that taught them all kinds of things, taught them how to love, etc. But then there are plenty of mothers who didn't have that, who tried their absolute best, but they fell short. Every last one of us who are parents, we're flawed. You know, we, we do things and we say things at times that can be hurtful. And so it's important to recognize that even the best of mothers make mistakes at times. Even the best of mothers may create issues at times, may insert their children where they shouldn't at times, may even handicap their kids because they do too much for them at times. Sometimes a mother will place a goal on a child that is unfair. Sometimes a mother will try to determine what their, their child's future is supposed to look like. That's really what she was trying to do. She wanted to make sure that her son's future looked a certain kind of way. Sometimes a mother places their own goals on their children. This mother didn't consult with God before she asked for this. She didn't say, God, is it your will that they would be in these places of honor? So sometimes as a mother, a mother may push forward with something that she thinks it's good for a child or something that she wants for a child, but it might not be necessarily the will of God. And so if you have a mother that's anything like mine, then she has a formidable influence. She's done some amazing things and she's made some significant sacrifices for us. Not only that, she's stood in the gap to protect us. She's interceded on our behalf when she 
saw possible trouble or when she wanted to ensure that we were okay. Even if your relationship may not be the absolute best with mom, I ask you to consider the fact that, you know, do you think that mom intentionally tried to hurt you? Do you think that mom intentionally didn't support you? Once again, in some instances, a mother can only do the best that she absolutely can. So let's praise God for our solid mothers. Let's thank them for them. Let's honor them. And let's show them that we love them. Olga, Mineta, Jordan Guerra, I love you. Thank you for all that you've done for us. Joycene Guerra, thank you for the mother that you've been. Gail Erica Guerra, thank you for being a surrogate mother to me. Yvonne Alexis, my godmother, thank you to you as well. Samaria Cookie Bailey, my mother-in-law. To all the mothers of the world, we love you. Heavenly Father, we come before you now giving you thanks for all things we ask that you would watch over and keep our mothers. We thank you for placing solid mothers in our lives. And even if the person who showed us that type of love isn't biological, we thank you for those who were motherly surrogates. We thank you for godmothers and aunts and friends of the family who played that role. We just thank you for the women in our lives who've had a formidable influence. I ask that you would strengthen mothers as they go through their difficult situations, as they struggle with children who are not on the right path, children who've hurt them, those who are estranged from them. We ask that you would strengthen these mothers. I even ask that you would bring about a spirit of reconciliation in those areas where things may not be going well. Lord, I pray that you will be with us as children so that we would honor our parents and honor our mothers and show them the love and respect that they so deserve. I pray, Heavenly Father, that if we have any uh, issues or concerns or challenges or we're angry, help us to be able to forgive and understand that may not have been intentional. Lord, when it's all said and done, we thank you for the gift that is a mother. All of these things we ask in your Son and our Savior, Jesus Christ's name, and all of the Triathlon One said, Amen.